Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I am Sophia Elise, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. We are very honored to be sponsored by voiceoftheangels.com. So once again, we would like to say a special thank you to Diane Garris for allowing us to bring this show out to all of you. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches, and we're here to help you with your love and relationship issues and concerns. With Sarah and I, there's no fluff, no fairy tales, no new age mumbo jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. And sarcasm. And sarcasm. <laughs> from from that side, <laughs> I'm the nice one. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> if your relationship can be salvaged, we will give our utmost to guide you to that desired outcome. We're both tested members of voiceoftheangels.com, and you can find us there for both phone and chat readings. Sarah is listed under Psychic Sarah, and I'm listed under, I think it's Psychic Sophia Elise. Not sure, but I think that's what it is. Anyway, tonight we would like to talk about how people can become so focused on what they're doing to keep their romantic partner around that they totally miss what they are doing to repel them. And drive them away. There are so many ways to turn a guy or a girl in your relationship, uh, which is probably what you do not want to do. And now they do, do it, it anyway. But you do it anyway. I've got these little snap things. Uh, now is your opportunity to learn what they are so you do not do them and risk losing your lover. Unless, of course, that's really what want you to. want to do, okay? So we are taking calls tonight for readings, and we take those at the end of the show. Our call number is 714-868-0775. So we have titled this show, 50 Ways to Lose Your Lover, okay? Well, we're not going to give you 50 different. Exactly. Lines, but we're going to give you some, I think there's like 22, 23, whatever, 50 ways to lose your lover. Anyway, that's what we're calling it. So people are always asking us how to keep their relationships going when perhaps they should ask what are some really simple things they could do to actually get their lover to leave. They would probably be surprised that some of them are actually doing them without knowing it. So what are some ways that can actually repel people away from you well it's it's really simple there are so many ways to turn a guy off or a girl off and make him run away from you so fast that he leaves skid marks we are going to give you some of the top ways to get your lover to leave keep in mind they may sound a little over the top at first but how they fit into everyday relationships 
will kick in in your mind. Do you just drink coffee? No. Okay, you're just like speaking really fast. I'm not speaking fast. Yes, you are. Oh, okay. I can slow down. The first one would be to make sure that you call, text, or email him constantly right from the get-go. It doesn't have to be about anything important. As a matter of fact, text him up about like all the unimportant stuff all the time. The stupider or more insignificant, the better. Make sure to do it while he's at work or like really busy so you can be especially annoying. Then get mad at him for not getting back to you immediately every single time. You hear the sarcasm there? Yes. You hear the sarcasm? Okay. So hard to miss. On a more serious note, being too needy when it comes to communication and attention can really be a major turnoff. A barrage of texts about what type of tea he wants to try for your new Chinese teapot, as well as the photos to go along with those texts, is not really necessary. It does not show how much you care for him. It really shows that you're a wee bit on the insecure side. Clingy and needy are not attractive traits. You are not really over-communicating with him because you are concerned about him or what kind of tea he likes, but because you want him to validate you every 30 minutes or so. Best to try and get a handle on that insecurity early on. But that's also going to make him think that, like, you require way too much attention than any normal human being could possibly give you unless to have all the free time in the world, okay? You can't really have a job, you know what I'm saying, and, and be with, you know, somebody who's behaving like that. Another good one would be to just never be satisfied, like, ever. Always have and find something to bitch about. Even if he saves the whales, and I mean all of them, make sure to find fault with it somehow and make sure to find the negative in everything. If, for example, you have been waiting for him to actually commit to a relationship with you and ask you to move in, when he finally does, go ahead and continue to negate everything he does and says to show you that you know, how much he loves you and the relationship. Sure, you know, he has stopped communicating with his exes, and even though he can't really control what they do or if they try to communicate with him, just go ahead and whine about it all the time. Take it, you know, taking his phone and take his, you know, and answering it for him. You know, he's really going to appreciate you, you, you taking the the reins that way. Well, you know, more along that same line, when it comes to relationships of any kind, friendship, family, or romantic. No one wants to be around someone who is a constant Debbie Downer. If someone feels like nothing they do will ever make you happy or be good enough, they'll simply stop trying and will begin to distance themselves from you. When they distance themselves, well, guess what? You'll complain about that as well. What's another one, Sarah? Uh, Okay. Well, when he has a really important like work project or meeting that he has to prepare for, pick a fight and make a big production out of it. Or better yet, tell him that you have to talk about your relationship right now. Men very often define themselves through their work and tend to prioritize it, especially when they have big projects or important meetings. Creating chaos while he is trying to prepare for a meeting is like almost asking him to choose between you and his job. 
And communication is key to any healthy relationship, but there's also a time and a place for it. Communicating well is not just about knowing what to say and how to say it, but to find the right time and the right place for that communication. If you seek attention at the wrong time and place, the only attention you will get in response will be negative, and you'll probably wind up alone. Yeah, probably. Okay, another one would be to constantly accuse him of cheating on you or flirting with other women. Even if he is legally blind, tell him you know he was just like totally checking out the waitress's boobs or something. Accuse him all the time of, you know, looking at another woman, flirting with another woman, even if he's not, and especially if he's not. Ask stupid questions with no good answer while watching like Angelina Jolie on TV, such as, you don't think she's pretty, do you? If he says no, accuse him of lying, and if he says yes, throw a huge hissy fit, and then like, you know, withhold sex for a month. Wow. So... If you are a jealous person, you need to learn how to handle it properly, or you will wind up pushing away the relationship you really want to hold on to. A little jealousy can be taken in stride, but too much will just end up getting you dumped. What's number five, Sarah? Yeah, but back to that one. Oh, back to that one, yeah. Did you ever notice, like, there's... It comes up. I don't, I don't know men that bring this up, but it does seem more so that women would bring it up where they're like... If you wanted to change something about me, like what would it be? You know what I'm saying? Or what don't you like about me? If you can't handle the answer, then don't ask the question. Because that's dumb. You're asking for a fight. And that's not a good idea unless you want to lose somebody. On that note, bitch, whine, moan, and complain about how little time you spend together even if you spend tons of time together. And then, when you do spend time with him, make sure he thinks you're miserable. Pout a lot. Make sure that there is no way that either one of you can have a good time because you're still holding on to your spite and resentment that he doesn't spend enough time with you. Yeah, so on the lighter side of that, ruining the time you have together makes him want to spend no time with you at all. Ding, ding, if you ding. really... Huh? The ding, ding, ding. If you really want someone to spend more time with you, then the time you spend together must be a positive experience or they want less, not more. You need to be the energy that he wants to be with, the one that he can relax and have a good time with, not the one he wants to run away from. Who really wants to be around someone who whines and complains all the time? I don't. <laughs> I most certainly don't. Okay. Another thing that you can do to get rid of somebody really quick would be to act jealous of his friends and his family. Talk negatively about each and every one of them. Act like you totally resent their presence when they're around. Let them know that you don't like them and cause as much drama as possible. Do absolutely everything you can to try and alienate him from his people. Tell him you don't like hanging out with them on weekends, weekdays, or ever, for that matter, because the two of you are a couple now, and that should be enough, and just the two of you is all that matters. Why do I feel like this sounds like something from no, why does somewhere sound- in my life? <laughs> I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My daughter-in-law. Anyway, why create drama when there is no need for it? If your insecurity is so strong that you feel the need to separate him from all those he loves, 
and those who love him because you want him all for yourself, eventually you're going to wind up all by yourself. You cannot put a person in a cage and be their entire life and support system. They will get bored with you. Eventually it's going to happen. You'll end up being by yourself. Another good one would be to get mad at him for something really stupid when you're on the phone and tell him never to call you again. Matter of fact, hang up on him. Then, when he doesn't call back right away because you told him not to call you, yell at him for not calling you, even though you told him not to call you. And preferably, do this at about mm, 3 a.m. Acting out and behaving in a childish manner makes it impossible to have a mature, serious relationship. Without learning how to handle your emotions and keeping them in check, you will never get the relationship to grow or evolve. You will just continue damaging the relationship, and eventually it will fall apart completely. And once too much damage is done, it is too late to fix it. Better to do damage control up front and not risk losing him. Yeah, and also not like to sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Okay. Another good one is to tell him you're withholding sex because you don't feel loved and won't be intimate until you do. If he asks you what he can do to make you feel loved, tell him that if he really loved you, he wouldn't have to ask. Because he should already know. Exactly. Yeah, so don't be unrealistic and think if someone loves you, they know instinctively what you need and want from them. He cannot read your mind no matter how great your connection is, okay? Talk it out like adults rather than fight like children. And if you enjoy your sexual relationship, why do you want to withhold it? Who the hell knows? I never understood that. A form of punishment, maybe. I know, but they're punishing themselves, you know? Well, it's kind of like well, when you're behaving like a spiteful child, that's what you often do. That's right. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we are going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Everyone is looking for answers, whether it's love, career, or any area of life. Our live online psychics have been rigorously tested for accuracy, so your important questions get answers that truly help you move forward. Are you new to voiceoftheangels.com? Get your first three-minute reading for free. And we have free angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best. Visit us now at voiceoftheangels.com. Life doesn't come with an instruction book. If you want answers that help, visit voiceoftheangels.com. All of our live online psychics have been tested for ability and accuracy. New to our psychic network? Get your first three-minute reading for free. We also have angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best today with the psychic readers at voiceoftheangels.com. I start my day with an amazing and helpful tool, the daily channeled message. It used to just make a difference in my day. Now we can make a difference together. Your $8 a month subscription goes into an angel fund and we get to pay it forward for others in our Voice of the Angels community who could use a bit of help during the year. Coffee and the daily channeled message by Diane Garris. A great way to start the day. Visit dailychanneledmessage.com and subscribe today. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia Elise, and I'm still here with Sarah. Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. I almost called you sarcastic, Sarah, but I controlled myself. 
Well, the poor dog is trying to eat his tail, and he's uh, he's wearing a cone. Come here, baby. The poor cone baby. of doom. He's wearing the cone of doom. Yes, he is, that poor baby. Yes, you good boy. So Sarah and I can be found on voiceoftheangels.com. Sarah is listed as Psychic Sarah, and I'm Psychic Sophia Elise. We're available there for both phone and chat readings. If you don't see us online, just arrange a callback and click for advisor. We'll send us a message that you're looking for us, okay? Sarah and I also have uh, a Facebook fan page. One of them is called Soulmates and Twin Flames, and the other one is called Love Psych- Psychic Readings by Psychic- Sarah and Sophia. No. no. no it's- <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Psychic Greetings with Lady Sarah and Sophia Elise. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought you changed it. No, we didn't. Okay. So, all right. Anyway, so we also have a Twitter account. It's at Soulmate Reading. If you follow us, you'll get updates about what we're doing and what we're talking on and what's coming up on the radio shows. And, you know, uh, we run some contests here and there. We also provide daily inspirational messages and and links to our blogs that you may want to jump out and read. Um, We also have an app, and that app is called Love Psychics. Okay? And if you just type in Love Psychics in either iPhone or iPad or what is the other iTunes. one? Google Play, iTunes, Google Play, whatever. You can find the record podcast. You'll be able to listen to them while you're at the gym and whatever. Anyway, so. And we they will get to see all the stuff we post to our Facebook page so they can get in on right. the contest and that other fun stuff. That's right. Yeah. We are taking callers later on in the show. And our call-in number is 714-868-0775. We are talking tonight about how to lose your boyfriend, how to lose your lover, how to lose your girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. And we've gone through eight items so far, and so we are going to very quickly move on to number nine. Sarah, what you got for number nine? Okay. Well, you could always tell him he has a lot of things he needs to change before you get married, and he needs to start now because you aren't getting any younger. Do this after you've been dating for a week or two. Hand him a long typed out list and ask him if there's anything on it that you need to go over that he may not understand. First of all, <laughs> my question is, very, you know, seriously here, why do you want to date somebody you want to change? Don't understand that. You're supposed to date someone because you are attracted to them, because you have a good connection. There has to be something you like about them, or why are you going out with them in the first place? Secondly, jumping the gun and planning your future relationship is a very bad idea. Take the time to get to know someone, and if there are many things about them you don't like or feel they need to change, shouldn't you stop dating him because he's just not the right guy for you? Uh, Yeah. Well... Well, you could also, during your first date, ask him what he thinks he would like to name your future children. Well, you know, there are the right things to say when getting to know someone and the wrong things to say when you're getting to know someone. And that would probably be one of them. You don't even know if he even wants to have children. If you show people that you have unrealistic expectations of them from the get-go or that your expectations are too high... You can scare them off. Take the time to get to know if you are even compatible, and don't assume everyone you date will be relationship material. 
they can't be. Well, that's true. Well, you could always ask him if he would leave a woman because she has multiple felonies in her past. You know, when he asks why, just, you know, act a little cagey and you simply say, oh, I was just asking. So revealing your past to your romantic partner as you get to know one another is a good thing, especially if you are trying to build emotional intimacy. But if you have presented yourself in one way to them by telling him you bake cookies for the church bake sale and help your mom with her Girl Scout troop, but then he discovers you really are a convicted felon, chances are that no amount of love that he feels for you at that moment will really make him want to stay with you. Unless, of course, he is a convicted felon also, and then you don't have to then then you don't have to play role play Bonnie and Clyde because you can actually be them. How cool would that be? Awesome. They're they're, they're just made for each other. Okay, another thing that you can do would be to tell him you've talked to your girlfriends about the size of his penis and about your air quote bedroom problems, which you don't have by the way. Then tell him that they're all on their way over and should be arriving shortly. Yeah, so a good relationship requires intimacy. And if there's nothing sacred between the two of you that you won't share with others, your romantic partner will feel that their privacy was invaded. They will eventually stop telling you anything because they don't trust you to keep your big mouth shut. As you can't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you could always call him by the name of your ex-boyfriend or husband all the time, every day, and when he gets pissed off, ask problem is since men are all alike anyway and it's very easy to confuse them one of the worst things you can do in a current relationship is talk too much about an old one or ask too many questions about their exes if you have moved on and if they have moved on from past relationships there is no good reason to keep bringing them up and using the bad experiences you had with your ex to try and win him over by making him feel sorry for you. This will only make him really see why your ex broke up with you in the first place. Exactly. Okay, another good one would be to ask him if you look fat in what you're wearing. Matter of fact, purposely wear something that makes you look fat. When he, of course, says no, accuse him of lying and retreat to the bedroom crying. Stay mad and upset for 48 to 72 hours. After that, whenever he gets pissed at you, and trust me, he will, start crying and say that what the real issue is is that he thinks you're fat and no longer finds you attractive and is just looking for ways to pick fights and leave you. Being a drama queen and finding fault and issues where there are none is a great way to ruin a relationship. Life has its own challenges, and we all too well know that life is difficult enough, so why why create more in your romantic relationships by creating unnecessary drama? Well, because apparently some people think it's fun, I guess. Jeez. Well, you could also start buying him clothes. Really hideous ones that he wouldn't be caught dead in. Like, watch Starsky and Hutch reruns and check out Huggy Bear the Pimps on Psalms for some ideas. Then whenever you go like go out together, force him to wear some of the new clothes you bought him. And, and, and have some tears prepared in, in case he tries to rebel. So, you know, allow him to be himself, not your new and improved version of him. You may not like how he dresses, 
But it's not your job to dress him like you would a Ken doll. Sure, you may help him pick out some new clothes and add your input, but unless he is open to it, don't make him your personal makeover show. He may feel comfortable in black wife beaters, faded jeans, and a do-rag, so putting him in an Izod shirt and khakis will just not work. No, it won't. Another cool idea would be to throw out all the good food in the house and insist you guys are going on the only eating tofu or some other disgusting item that would make him want to barf. From now on, keep a stash of ho-hos and ring-dings, you know, hidden for yourself, but make him stick to this regimen of just totally barf-inducing food. If you want to make healthy eating changes together, then go for it. However... Just because you go on a diet doesn't mean he has to also. He should be supportive of your diet, of course, but you can't force him to change his habits just because you are ready to. Lead by example instead of forcing him to join you. Yeah, he might just like, you know, pick up after you and follow you, but don't force him to do it. Another really cool idea is to make a bumper sticker for his car that says like, I love, you know, whatever, meaning you, okay, and make sure that, you know, he you put it on the car that he drives to work. Make sure it has pink flowers and tons of hearts on it. When you have a little tiff, be sure to let the people on Facebook know because everyone needs to know what your relationship status is exactly when it happens. Make sure to post it, you know, to his page like Whoops. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Whoops. Wow. Okay. We're back. Um, unplug your phone. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, so um, you're on the bumper sticker one, oh. which was number 17. Sorry about that. Whoops. Okay. <sighs> okay, callers, we need you to call back. We, we yeah, just got sorry. disconnected when we did, so please call back. Okay, back to it. Make a bumper sticker for his car that says, you know, I love with your name in it forever and ever, and make sure you put it on the car he drives to work. Make sure it has some pink flowers and tons of hearts on it. When you have a little tiff, be sure to let the people on Facebook know, because everybody needs to know your relationship status as it happens. Make sure to post to his page really ooey-gooey stuff that any 14-year-old would post on, like, Justin Bieber's Facebook page if they could. Freak out on him if he doesn't at least like every stupid thing you post. So, you know, don't force public displays of affection and seriously examine your need for them. If he shows you and tells you how he feels about you, you shouldn't need to take out advertisements to share it with the general public. Our feelings and affection should be private to a certain degree. But in this day and age, with just way too much information being passed around, people are jumping on the attention-seeking bandwagon and need to grow up. You love him? Tell him. Leave the rest of the world out of it. You guys have a fight? Well, you know what? Very few of us need to know about it from Facebook, okay? Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Another cool thing would be to make him watch Twilight with you at least once a week and insist on calling each other Bella and Edward, even in public, around friends and family. Separate your ideas of relationships. <laughs> 
from movies and television. Real life is much different than those created via scripts or fantasy, and you need to have reasonable expectations and realize you cannot live in the honeymoon phase forever. Well, Bella, I think we should take like a 30-second break and come right back. I called you Bella. <laughs> and I ignored you. I know. We'll be right back, and hopefully those callers will jump back in. Ice doesn't come with an instruction book. If you want answers that help, visit voiceoftheangels.com. All of our live online psychics have been tested for ability and accuracy. New to our psychic network? Get your first three-minute reading for free. We also have angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best today with the psychic readers at voiceoftheangels.com. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia Elise, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. Hello. We got disconnected somehow, okay? So we, we're trying to regroup and bring it back online. Um, there were two callers in line. If, you, if you're still listening and call back, that'd be great. We'd love to talk to you. Our call-in number is 714-868-0775, and we'll be taking callers here in, in just a little while. So we've gone through. Because we disconnected them all. I know. We disconnected everybody. Oh. We're sorry. Uh, so um, we're down to number 19, Sarah, on 50 ways to leave your lover, which is really probably only 22 ways to leave your lover. So it's not going to go to 50. So might have What's to go the, to 50 because we might have to go to 50. everybody. We just connected everybody, so we'll get creative. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Another good idea would be to ask him to go with you to, like, you know, garage sales or, you know, to Walmart or whatever on Super Bowl Sunday. It would be great if you both enjoyed the Super Bowl and watched it together. Or if both of you enjoy garage sales or Walmart, although I can't imagine that. Oh. It is okay, though, if you don't. It's okay if you do not spend all your free time together as well. Sometimes a couple can get so wrapped up in being a couple or a team that they neglect their individuality. This should not be sacrificed for your team. You are still an individual. Although you're in a relationship, you still have your own individuality because that's what attracted you to each other in the first place. This will keep your relationship interesting. Yeah, you have to be two separate people that come together, okay? But you can't. You, it's not like you can like share a brain and you know the whole nine yards. That gets real boring real quick. We seek out, you know, saying somebody other than ourselves. If we wanted a relationship with ourselves, we'd stay alone. Okay, another good one. Show up at his office dressed in like a Playboy bunny costume. Better yet, show up at a family funeral dressed up like a Playboy bunny because you know he likes that. You know, being sexy is great, and turning him on is great, but being inappropriate can be so embarrassing to him, and it should be to you as well. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, there's a certain time and a certain place for everything. You know what I'm saying? If he finds you sexy, he doesn't have to find you sexy all the time, and part of, you know, somebody that really loves you or should really love you, you don't have to be, quote-unquote, on all the time. You should be able to wear, you know, sweatpants and whatever. But there's also the reverse of that is, you know, you don't want, you know, being, you know, being mis like sex pot and then like six months later you've gained, you know, 4,000 pounds and, you know, you won't even, you know, 
wash your hair but once a week. You know, that's that's not exactly living up to your potential. And it's not who you were when he met you. The, the big polar difference can sometimes turn people off. Be on your best behavior when you first meet. Don't show your true personality or opinions on things. Just pretend to be what you think he wants you to be and what he wants you to say and say what you think he wants to hear. Be someone completely different than who you really are. If he does something or says something that you don't like or agree with, say nothing. Be a perfect Stepford woman. Have zero thoughts and feelings of your own. Just mimic him. Then, when he has fallen for the role you have been playing, suddenly show him the real you. What is the point of getting to know someone if you are not letting them get to know the real you? To get them to like you? They can't like you until they show until you show them who you really are. So what are you waiting for? Shouldn't you show them right away to see if it can really work between you two? You cannot go on acting forever. The real you will have to come out at some point, and there is no point in putting it off. No No. walking on eggshells. Just be yourself. No, there really isn't. Okay. This is the last one. Oh, oh, it is? Okay. Well, the next one would be take over the role of his mother. Do everything for him. Don't let him do or make any decisions or choices of his own. He will be so grateful that, you know, he no longer needs his brain. The flip side of that is to let him be the parent. Let him have all the responsibility like paying the bills, buying the groceries, cooking and cleaning while you go to the gym, shop, hang with your friends, play on Facebook or whatever it is you do. Call him from jail when you're arrested for disorderly conduct. He always wanted to be a dad, so make him yours. A successful adult relationship requires both parties to be mature, each contributing to the relationship. Being overly smothering will eventually suffocate your partner, and the relationship will die because there is no room to breathe. Acting childish and foolish in the relationship shows that you are not fully invested in it. When it comes to dating and relationships, we have to understand that, you know, how we think and feel and what we, do, you know, what we do to show it, you know, or express it, it's not the same for everyone. Your way is not always the right way either. Men and women are different. We all know that. Yet sometimes women cannot seem to grasp that concept, you know, when they're emotionally involved with someone. Why doesn't he do this or that? You know, sometimes the answer is really just as simple as because he's a guy, not a woman. He doesn't think that way. He doesn't act that way. He doesn't respond that way. He doesn't behave that way because he's a guy. In good relationships, people compliment one another. They are not clones of one another. If you want to lose the one you love, not allowing them to be themselves and pushing them to think like you, you know, and and to act like you think they should or, or feel the way that you should can cause numerous problems. How can you say you love this person and you're so, like, perfect for each other if you want to change almost everything about them or keep reminding them that they're not, you know, living up to your standards and, you know, and constantly pointing out that you don't like this and you don't like that and you don't like this and you don't like that. Nobody wants to hear that and nobody wants to be around that. Yeah, so if you try to force someone to like something, dislike something, 
or turn into a clone of you, they are going to withdraw. We are all entitled to be who we are, and any relationship that is truly a good relationship allows both people to be themselves. I mean, sure, there may be things we need to change in order to make the relationship work, yet we should still be entitled to our opinions, our individual likes and dislikes, and our choices. If too much needs to be changed, then why are you with this person? Do you think someone wants to be with you if they feel that they have to give up who they are to be with you? No, that will make them find someone who likes them as they are, instead of staying with you who wants to change them into someone else. If the relationship is right, you can be who you are without issue, and so can they. If you have to fake it, or they do, your relationship is fake, and it's just a matter of time before it ends for good. Exactly. And there are, you know, with this, you know, trying to get away from someone or trying to get them to leave or, you know, doing all the wrong things. Sometimes you say we, you know, we do all of these things to to keep the wrong people in our lives that really, you know, shouldn't be there, basically, that need to go in the first place. So, you know, if you want to use those tactics to, you know, to get out of a a bad relationship, you know, that's one thing. But you may be thinking that, you know, your relationship is so good, yet you don't realize just how dysfunctional and how not right for you, you know, it really is. And that may be part of why, you know, you may be acting the wrong way. Exactly. So, um I don't even know if if we're even still connected to people that are listening. So we are taking callers. Our number is 714-868-0775. And if you want to give us a shout, we'll be happy to give you a reading at 714-868-0775. You can find Sarah and I on Facebook at Psychic Readings with Lady Sarah and Sophia Elise. We're also on Soulmates and Twin Flames on Facebook. We post a lot of stuff out there, you know, blogs and inspirational messages and upcoming radio shows and what we're going to be discussing on the radio shows. And even about if you're not able to listen to the show live and you're actually listening to the podcast of it and you have a question that we want that you would like to consider us answering on on the air, you can email that question to us in advance at Sarah and Sophia at hotmail.com and we'll do our best to answer your question on the following week's show. So that's Sarah and Sophia at hotmail.com. Just be sure that you put in there somewhere, I want this to be on Voice of the Angels, Blog Talk Radio, Empower and Light and Vision Show, whatever. Just make sure you put Blog Talk Radio or Voice of the Angels somewhere in there. And that brings me back to Voice of the Angels. Diane Garris sponsors this show. And again, we want to thank her for giving us the opportunity to, to bring our message out to you all about how to have successful relationships. Exactly. It's break time. Yes, we're going to take a break. Life doesn't come with an instruction book. If you want answers that help, visit voiceoftheangels.com. All of our live online psychics have been tested for ability and accuracy. New to our psychic network? Get your first three-minute reading for free. We also have angel card readings, daily channeled message, free astrology, and more. Experience the best today with the psychic readers at voiceoftheangels.com. Voice of the Angels is always giving you more. Every reader in our psychic network has been rigorously tested for genuine psychic ability and accuracy and then approved. In Diane's spiritual toolbox, you'll find services, products, and tools 
all designed to work together to help you integrate healing and live more dimensionally and well-rounded. You'll find books from intuitive cooking and money and manifesting, CDs and lots of free helpful information. Daily channeled message can come to your inbox every Monday through Thursday. There are free angel card readings online and free weekly astrology forecasts by Joyce Muse. You'll also find award-winning music by Diane Garris, including the music under this message, coming out soon on her new CD, Mystics 9. Don't mull over your life. Call the Psychic Network today for affordable, accurate, and amazing advice at voiceoftheangels.com. Welcome back to Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. I'm Sophia Elise, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. You're still there, yay. Well, I guess if you weren't there, I wouldn't be here either. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and certified relationship life coaches who are able to help you with your love and relationship issues and concerns. Here, there's no fluff or fairy tales, no new age mumbo jumbo, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. If your relationship can be saved, we will give our utmost to guide you to that desired outcome. Yeah, we but are we'll both also tested. tell you if it's not going to work. Yeah, that's right. We'll also tell you if it's not going to work So, because we're not going to give you fluff or fairy tales. We're both tested members of VoiceToTheAngels.com, and you can find us there for both phone and chat readings. They use, they use Click for Advisor, and if you don't see us online, just uh, arrange a call, and Click for Advisor will send us a text message or an email that someone's waiting for us. Usually we can jump online right away. So we are taking calls tonight. Our call number is 714-868-0775. Sarah, did you have any other 20, 50 ways to lose your lover? There's always plenty of ways. Well, another really good way of doing that would be, you know, a lot of times when people first meet up, you know, the chemistry is great and there just seems so much to talk about because, you know, the person's new and, you know, you want to hear their stories and they want to hear yours and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you start spending you know a lot of time together and talking together and you're constantly up each other's behind and, you know, it starts to move really, really fast. That may feel good. You're saying that it's moving really, really fast because you may have had some past relationships, you know, that seemed like stuck in the mud or, you know, you're also comparing, you know, that they didn't talk, you know, your ex didn't talk a lot. But now this new person is, you know, talking to you a lot and really wants to hear you and blah, blah, blah. So you let that pace continue, you know what I'm saying, to move as, as quickly as possible. What you're really doing is giving it a chance to like seriously burn out just as fast. It's just like with anything, you know what I'm saying? You you can't microwave, you know what I'm saying, a relationship. You have to let it kind of cook and grow properly. If if you try to put it on, you know, like some sort of like warp speed, it's going to end just as fast as it it began. And also you really won't be able to judge, you know, what the the day-to-day, you know, normalities of the relationship will be because you're both trying so hard you know what I'm saying, to keep it at this unrealistic pace that you have it going in the first place. Because a lot of times in the beginning, there's, you know, so much time spent, you know, talking and with each other that, you know, other things start to fall to the wayside, like your job or your kids or your career or, you know, even just like doing your laundry. And once you start incorporating the normalities of your life back into all of that, you're going to have to take it away from all the energy that you first put in there. And then there can be misunderstandings. Oh, my God, the person's pulling away. And then they react and da-da-da. And the whole thing can just completely snowball out of control. So 
you have a right to, to set the pace, not just be taken along for the ride. And the smartest thing that you can do if you don't want it to crash and burn, which so many clients over the years, over the decades, have called us about. It. It's like, oh, it went, you know, really hot and heavy, you know, for such a long time and then boom, you know, out of the blue. And a lot of times it really is just because, you know, real life and reality could not be ignored anymore. So it does go from, you know, zero to ninety and then it comes to a screeching halt. And then, you know, a lot of times People will feel, I just can't maintain that, you know, that pace anymore. I don't have time for a relationship or they think that you need too much or whatever. And then poof, you know, the relationship ends. Yeah, because anytime you try to have an instant relationship, mm-hmm. which is what Sarah's really talking about, they don't really work. No, they don't. Right? No, they don't. And it's, it's like there is a period of time where you're getting to know each other where a certain pace needs to be established in your communication and spending time with each other. And, I mean, yeah, you may have spent your, – your your first date may have lasted 72 hours, whatever, you know, over a long weekend, and you spent all this time together. But And then you spent all this time together again through, through several more weeks. But to expect someone to totally detach themselves from their life and continue on the relationship with you in that dynamic is, is not real realistic. Oh. It's, it's definitely not. But, you know, that's why you have to really, you know, it, it's it's easy to get caught up in that momentum, though. And you really got to tell yourself, you know, I got to slow this down. You know, what's the rush? Because there really isn't a rush. If if you think, you know, you've met somebody great, you know, of course, you know, you want to see them, you want to talk to them, you want to see if it can go anywhere. But a lot of that, you know, a lot of times that impatience, you know what I'm saying, can really turn around and kind of like, bite you in the behind really fast. And that can be the same thing with, you know, moving in together. I mean, there have been so many couples that we've talked to again as clients over the decades where it's like, okay, you know, we just, you know, met, but but then, you know, they lost their job, you know, three days into it or they got kicked out of their apartment. So, you know, we moved in together and it's like, what? That may seem like, you know, you have a, a stronger bond and, you know, the relationship is progressing, but if it's progressing too fast, again, if you would have moved in with each other maybe a year from now, you would have gotten to know each other. You would have, you know, seen the, you know, the the idiosyncrasies that they have. They would have learned your habits or whatever, and you would have been, you know, in a much better place to deal with all of that. But when somebody's, you know, is is like just like thrown in your lap and thrown in your house, you know, it it can actually wind up ruining something that could have been good had you had the patience to wait. So there's always that temptation to move things along as as fast as possible because nobody wants to wait, nobody has any patience, but a lot of times that can be the absolute, you know, worst thing to do. So I have another I have another one, Sarah. Okay. Um I, another way to lose your lover is is to constantly one up them, you know, whether that be through I don't know, your jobs, if you both have similar jobs like in sales and, and you're making, you know, you're you're actually selling more widgets than they're selling widgets, whatever, and you constantly bring that up, that's going to make them feel inferior. Even though you may be so excited that you're doing so well and you made quota and you got a promotion and all this other stuff and they're not doing so well in, in their job or career, it can actually make them feel you know, inferior to you. What do you have to say about that? Well, you, ha- well, you have to be sympathetic, you know what I'm saying, and, and realize that, you know, you should be able to, of course, 
share your accomplishments and all of that. But, you know, if if they just got bad news, it may not be the right time to, you know, throw out your good news unless it's good news to them as well. You know what I'm saying? You 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 should be able to share you know what I'm saying, in a relationship, you know, each other's ups and downs, but you do have to be conscious, and so do they, you know, of, of what the other person, what's going on in their world, you know what I'm saying, and especially with that, you know, competition thing, like you said, it's, not, you know, and one-upping them, that's, it, you're not in competition, you're not trying to beat each other, you're trying to support each other, lift each other up, and, and when you try to beat other one, what you're actually doing is forcing someone else in the relationship to lose. And nobody wants to be in a relationship where they're constantly feeling like a loser. I mean, who would? And that and that's something that, you know, people really do have to understand. You have to, you know, really look at the time you you know, you spend with someone and ask yourself, if if people were you know, had a choice, you know what I'm saying, about spending time with somebody are you someone you know what I'm saying that that someone would want to spend time with you know what I'm saying are is that time enjoyable just because you have had a relationship for you know x amount of years or months or weeks or whatever are they having fun now i mean sure you can't always be a separate person and and be mis- happy and shiny and whatever but if you're constantly you know, dragging out arguments, dragging out fights, holding on to resentments, holding on to grudges, things like that. If they feel they can't get past that and they're always going to be punished for something or you just won't let go of something, guess what? Eventually, they just quit and go, okay, I, you know, she's never going to get over it. She's never going to deal with it. I'm never not going to be in the doghouse, blah, 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 blah. And they just go, forget it. And you're also leaving them very open, you know, if you're being negative, negative, negative. When you know, when some other woman or whatever is coming along and, you know, all she has is these things to say and is very complimentary and little miss positive, she may wind up getting, you know, his attention. You know, and even with communication, yes, you know, you may have been sitting at home dying, you know, to tell him something, you know, and blah blah blah. Does it have to be the second that he walks in the door? I mean, great. If you've just won the $60 quadrillion, you know, lottery, sure. Share that with him the second he walks through the door. But we've heard from a lot, and I mean a lot, of male clients where, you know, they've had a crappy day at work, blah, blah, blah. All they want to do is come home, decompress for a couple of minutes, and then, you know, just relax with their partner and whatever. But what happens all too often is, the second they open the door, boom, it's like she teleports there and instantly is going through like, I guess what happened to me today? And you're not going to believe this. And this totally sucked and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and all he wants to do is like run back to his car, jump in and drive away. So, you know, wanting to talk and communicate, always remember that, you know, you want to do it in a positive way. And just because you're ready to talk, person that's supposed to listen to whatever it is that you have to say may not be at that place right at the moment you want to say it. So if you want somebody to turn off, you know what I'm saying, and unplug when you're talking, one of the best things you can do is pick, you know, really inopportune moments, you know, to to want to speak to them. I mean, we do this for a living and have to talk to people. But we're not logged on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why? Because no offense to anybody, but we don't want to talk to anybody 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There are times when 
we just want to be quiet, just like everybody else. Know what exactly. I mean? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we have um, the regular Voice of the Angels show is coming on here in about five minutes. Lauren will be hosting that show. Their call-in number is 347-677-0831. Just another reminder, you can find Sarah and I at voiceoftheangels.com. Sarah is listed as Psychic Sarah, and I'm Psychic Sophia Elise. We do both phone and chat readings on Voice of the Angels. And if you just arrange a call, if you don't see us available, arrange a call, and we'll try and get to you as soon as possible. All right. I think we'll go ahead and close the show, Sarah, unless you have anything else to say. I do have one more. Okay. Okay. What's known as the kiss of death and has been, you know, parodied in movies and like Saturday Night Live and everywhere else is the, you know, we need to talk about ship conversation. You know, that's that's when like, you know, somebody would rather go to war than have a conversation with you. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather risk their life in the jungle than have this conversation. What you might consider instead is because, I mean, do you really have to talk about your entire relationship? Probably not. So cut the vagueness and get to the point. It's not really talking about your relationship. It's a part of your relationship. So stick with what it is. If you really need to talk to him about the fact that he doesn't help you around the house, say, I'd like to have a conversation with you about, you know, the stuff we do around the house or about vacuuming or laundry or whatever. If you want to talk to him about the fact that, you know, he, you know, won't turn off his, you know, little stupid phone and is texting people, you know, while you're eating dinner instead of saying we need to talk about our relationship, take that hideous, you know, statement, you know, right out of the equation because it's not really about the, like I said, the whole entire relationship. It's about a specific area of it. So if you come in, you know, to the conversation with, you know, getting right to the point and not leaving it wide open for everything, they're they're much more receptive to listening to you. And then that problem or issue could actually be solved rather than you just, you know, building up a bunch of resentments and like glaring at him and like calling him curse words in your head and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Another really good idea is, you know, when when you feel that you're not getting enough attention, it wouldn't be to just demand it again at an inopportune moment or when you know he's busy doing something else. Try not to let all of the things that are bothering you percolate and percolate and percolate till when you do react to them, you react in a completely over-the-top way. If something is, is bothering you, why not address it right there and then? As women, we do have a tendency to bottle things up until they get to the point where we explode. We could avoid a lot of the explosions, misunderstandings, and mountains out of molehills if, you know, when something bothers us, we just go, hey, like, what was that? Or, hey, I didn't like that. Or, And then you can just, like, like move right past it. It may have been something where they're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it. And then, boom, you, again, you just go right past it. But if you allow them to do it over and over and over again, you just wind up getting more pissed off. And they're completely clueless that they're pissing you off until out of nowhere, after they've done it for the 200th time, you go berserk. And now they're on the defense because they're like, hell, I did this 200 times. You didn't say anything about it. And now all of a sudden, and men don't like that whole all of a sudden thing, and they usually react negatively. So that's. That's another way to, you know, 
to lose somebody is have these you know these over the top fights when if you address these things prior, it may not have built to that point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So on that note, we're yeah. going to say goodbye. And we will be back next week, and hopefully we won't disconnect everybody from our show. <laughs> we're sorry about that. Yes, we're we very what sorry. Happened. Well, we it wasn't Mercury retrograde, but like this was like you know, kind of like, like maybe the after effects are one, or maybe you know, we're just having our own, our own personal. We're having our own personal Mercury retrograde. All right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. We will see you next Wednesday night. Bye. Bye.